Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Joshua 6. We're going to talk about the fall of Jericho. There's an old Sunday school song that says, Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. And that's what we're going to read about today. Jericho was one of the first towns. It had a wall around it inside the Promised Land. So the Israelites, as we talked about yesterday, had just crossed the Jordan River. They've entered the Promised Land. This is monumental, historic, and the first town that they're going to have to seize or take over is Jericho. And uh, this is what 6.1 and following says. Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went in and none none came out. The Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty man of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once, thus you shall do for six days." Seven priests shall shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark, and on the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when you make the long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, everyone straight before him." So Joshua, of course, being the obedient leader that he is, commands them. They do exactly that. They march around the city for six days, one time, blowing these horns, doing everything God commanded on the seventh day. They go around seven times. The wall falls down, and they ransack the city, except for one thing. Remember Rahab from a couple days ago, the gal who spared the spies. And so they save Rahab. Here's what it says. In verse 25, but Rahab the prostitute and her father's household and all belonged to her, Joshua saved alive. And she has lived in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. A couple interesting things about this text that one we talked about a couple days with Rahab, but I'm going to touch on it again. And the other one is a, a general theme of this daily dose devotion all the time. And that's this notion that God has, he says, before they even did anything, you see, I've delivered Jericho into your hands. I've given you Jericho. So God has conquered the enemy, okay? But he asks Joshua and the Israelite people to follow certain specific steps so that they can be used by him and so that they can experience that and be part of that in real life. This isn't unlike salvation, friends. We have an enemy, Satan, who uh, seeks to steal, kill, and destroy, who prowls around like a roaring lion seeking to take us out. Every one of us has an enemy within us. We're guilty of sin. We're born with the stain of Adam on our souls. And God has already vanquished the enemy. The battle's over. He's given us over to salvation if if we would follow the specific steps that he has laid out, namely trusting in Jesus Christ who died to pay our penalty and who lived a perfect life to earn us the righteousness that we could not earn on our own, but we could get as a free gift by faith in him. And and all we are required to do is a lot simpler than marching around a city six times or seven times. Just put our faith in Jesus Christ. The enemy is defeated. He has given Satan over 
to us, if you want to say it that way. He's help us overcome sin and death and the power of the devil if we would just put our faith in Christ. So there's this, throughout Scripture, God does all the work, but there's just one little thing that he requires of us, and that's to put our faith in him. And truthfully, he even gives us the ability to see with eyes of faith, the motivation, and the ability to put our faith in Christ in the first place. So that's incredible. The second thing that I want to highlight here is what we talked about a couple days regarding Rahab. And that is that Rahab is not a son or daughter of Israel. She's not a covenant son or daughter of God by being part of Abraham's family. Rather, she is a person who lives in Jericho who's a pagan, who doesn't worship the one true God. But she had heard about what God was doing with the Israelite people, and she put her faith in God as an outsider. She trusted God enough that she knew it was important to hide the spies to advance God's purpose. The book of Hebrews says that Rahab was a person of faith. She's in the hall of faith because of what she did. It displayed a genuine faith in the one true God. And this foreshadows the notion that the gospel will go out, not just to the Israelite people. Salvation is not just for the Israelites, for God's chosen people, but salvation will go out to the world. And when we get to heaven someday, those of us that trust Christ, we're going to see representatives from every tribe and tongue and nation who have also trusted in Christ. Because God's plan was always for the nations, not just for Israel. Israel was the vehicle by which he brought that plan to fruition, highly favored as his firstborn. But it goes out to all of us who would believe, and isn't that great news? One closing verse here, verse 27 in Joshua chapter 6. Here's what it says. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land. Joshua's fame was in all the land. The Lord's fame was in all the land. And as we experience God's blessing in our lives, as we partake in his vanquishing of our enemy, the goal is that his fame would spread through our testimony. Lord, help us to be great ambassadors and agents for your truth, for the gospel message. Help us to be capable and effective witnesses for what you've done. Thanks for doing the work for us. Thanks for giving us the eyes to see and the ability to have faith so that we could stand victorious by your providence. And thanks for bringing in people who aren't physical descendants of Abraham so that many of us from many nations, many peoples, many tribes could know you now and forever. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. 
And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.